0: Yo, I'm going live again and delete the other video. This topic is now that people know, you know, does height matter? Don't mind me, I'm just very ADD. I can't focus for shit, I like to spin the shit around. Height matters more than you realize these days. Height, height, height. Let me explain, okay? Let me explain again. The whiteboard here. First of all, the SMV is very different these days. I've noticed that for a lot of my students who are shorter, maybe I should just speak to you. Fuck this whole um, structure. Just have a real conversation. Because I want to have this as a public service announcement. Everyone, PUA World, all the day gamers, this year I have noticed something different than last year. I have noticed that height actually matters now, but being five foot seven is not enough. There's a lot of students who are shorter than me, who are struggling in day game. Why this year compared to all years? I have a lot of theories, but I'm going to go over this topic. Why hype matters a lot. Even if there's nobody on here right now, I don't care. There will be more people. This is a channel about speaking the whole fucking truth. And nothing but the fucking truth. Yo, man, what's up? I don't see you like... um. Live here under the, oh, now I, now you show up. When? Yeah, I'm going to talk about a lesson, why height matters. Okay. So, first of all, like I was saying, and i just repeat this again. This year, I've noticed a lot of shorter students, you know, who are approaching, and they're getting more and more discouraged. This is not a coincidence. So, this is a warning to all the people. Hey, man, what's up? So, today is about height. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. So I want to say thank you to my fans. I want to say thank you to my students. There's so many more testimonials I have not posted. So if you're seeing more testimonials right now on the YouTube, I'm just getting kind of tired of video editing. It's just not fun. Seriously, it's not fun. So I want to talk about SMV. A lot of the shorter students this time around this year compared to last year are actually, struggling 10 times more than before not 10 times but at least like three or four times before in 2018 you can be a short guy like me and fucking same day lay six foot two women six foot one five foot eleven no fucking problem but that's extreme I'm a dating coach I'm a dating coach that's not a problem for me but these days I've noticed a big difference in the trend my height doesn't even fucking matter and the thing is I'm wearing Versace shoes and it doesn't seem to be compensating as well as it was before. It might have compensated okay, but I didn't even get women looking at me. So, the very first thing that started all this is this. So, what the fuck is this? I bought an elevator shoe. Okay. I bought an elevator shoe. And some of you guys here are probably not that short. So, they give me this booklet, there's all sorts of different shoes. And why do I recommend elevator shoes over other type of shoes? Well, let's just talk about it. For me, I've experience in a lot of stuff regarding heel lifts. A lot of my students required to wear heel lifts. If they're five foot four, they're five foot five, five foot six, five foot seven, five foot eight, five foot eight and a half. Guess what? Even if you're five foot eight and a half or below, you treat it exactly the same way. As a five foot two guy or five foot three, I know that sounds fucked up or five foot four. Why are women so shallow? And I'm going to answer all these questions. There's so much to talk about. And I didn't structure this. I'm just going to speak my mind. It's, so, it's like we're having a conversation. Feel free to ask questions. Anytime in between, I'll read them. But basically, what I've noticed is when I wore this elevator shoes, to my surprise, okay, I don't know why I'm wearing these. I just. That was fun. (laughs) Yeah, I just thought it was fun. So uh, when I was wearing elevator shoes, I was around like over five foot nine and a half or five foot nine. I was over what they call the national average. So for the national average for Canadians, what is the height? It is five foot nine. Okay. What's the average height for Americans? It's usually five foot nine and a half, five foot 10. But regardless, if you're underneath this line, it's kind of like a roller coaster. You need to be this tall. You need to be this tall to ride. You're like, what the fuck are you talking about, John? You must be this tall to ride. Well, the sexual market value has changed a lot. It has changed a lot because when I start wearing heel lifts, women actually start opening me and talking to me. It's like they finally notice the looks or they finally notice the fashion. They start to notice all these other aspects like the hairstyle and they start being my proximity. I was like, what the fuck? So is this what it feels like to be a positive stereotype? Of course, now I'm trying to widen my shoulders a little bit. I've been doing a lot of working out. It's very important that even if you're taller, you want to keep this part wide. And the reason why it's so important, like. I'm not really big per se. I'm pretty small, but I'm bigger than before, just a little bit, just a tiny bit bigger than before. It's like a little bit wider. Okay. And one thing I did notice, right? Before I couldn't even wear like just a shirt because my chest, you know, it looks like a man boobs or something. It's pretty embarrassing for most of my life. But when I widen the shoulders and I work on the back, I've noticed that the chest is stretched out and it doesn't look like that anymore. And I'm going to explain to you why. What do you think of David? Uh, I don't give a fuck about these other people. Why are you wearing shades indoors? It's funny. It's like, yeah, I don't know. I just like wearing shades inside because I just wore it like the other day. Uh, you know, like like having like a jiggle juice or something, like it's a healthy juice bar. No, never mind. No. So having said that, understanding about what they call protector status. So, for example, if you look at a woman in their body, What do you notice? They have usually, um, you know, bigger boobs, but they have bigger hips. Okay. So because women have like bigger hips, which is the area that's the biggest? That's a better question. It's usually around here. Don't mind the crudity of my drawing, but the hips are usually the widest part of the women. Okay. So this is the widest part of the women. You all know that. Because the wider it is, is better for childbearing hips. For men, however, for men, however, why is protector status so important? Because when you look at a guy's chest, for example, OK? Say, for example, this is chest, abs, shit like that, muscles, OK? So for a guy, the widest part of his body, comparable to a woman, is his chest. So his chest is up here, right, it's whatever. It's like Superman or something, let's just say that. So the widest part of the man is really the chest, clavicles, chest muscles, okay? So of course, if you're tall and you don't have the width All this stuff will be worked against you, okay? So there are taller guys out there that has the height, but they just don't have like the the width. So the biggest part of the man, we all can agree, is the chest area. And for the women, it is the hips. It is the biggest indicator of, you know, health. So when you look at the caveman days, a guy who has wide shoulders and tall height can protect the woman a lot more. So what you get something, what they call auto compliance. Okay. You have automatic compliance and this is the fucked up thing. Okay. It's just a conversation. I didn't structure this. A lot of the dating coaches compared to me. Have you noticed this? You see tall, strong Asian guys, or you see very tall, strong um, white guys, black guys, Latino guys, they're tall. Almost like 99% of the dating coaches who are in day game are taller than me. This is not a coincidence. Um, I'm five foot eight and a half and we're inch what here's the thing though you see better results But for you since you're in California, you're in the United States. Okay, Jason or we'll just call it JC You want to go for what they call elevator shoes. Okay, I have every single type of heel lifts and for heel lifts they kind of They have this wedge shape like I two type of heel lifts. For example, there's the triangular one they go inside your shoes They usually have this sort of wedge shape and the other one's much longer. Am I right? It looks like a triangle, but you can put pieces on the bottom here, like the wedge, you can add pieces to it. But the problem with this type versus the wedge is that it only fits in certain types of shoes. Not all the shoes can actually fit the heel lifts. If you were wearing dress shoes, for example, you want something a bit more formal, a bit dressier that never really works. And That's what I've noticed about that. That means if you bought heel lifts, you can only get about an inch or an inch and a half. I know a lot of people know this when they're shorter. You want to be above, like I said, the national average. Okay, JC? The national average, since you're in California, you want to be five foot ten, five foot ten, five foot eight and a half. You have noticed better compliance. But once you reach over five foot nine and a half or five foot nine, Canada, you notice it becomes like less of a uphill battle. I bet this is exactly what you guys have experienced. I've taught shorter students who are black, you know who are like um, Latinos, who are whites, who are Asians. They all experience something very similar. They have what they call uphill battle. And I know this is what you guys experience now this year, more than ever, an uphill battle. It's like, what the fuck? Everything becomes harder for no reason at all. And before, women don't even look at me across the street. Unless they see like the Rolex and shit or they see like Versace shoes. The emblem's in their face. But either not that, if I'm not wearing that shit, they're not even noticing. But I've noticed when I wore these elevator shoes, I was like, what the fuck? Every woman were noticing me. I became a positive stereotype for the first time in my life. And that was the hardest thing emotionally for me to experience. Because if this is what positive stereotypes have experienced, that it becomes a downhill battle. I look at the 18 years I am in the fucking game and thinking to myself, either I should have got elevator shoes first or, oh my God, you guys don't actually have that much game because a lot of these guys who are so close to the line of fuckability, you know, I talk about 20 out of 35 looks, is out of, you know, five. I mean, looks is out of 10 money's out of five, even with the shoes with a Versace logo on it or Rolexes money is only out of five. It's not out of 10 race changes, every race has a different score. We obviously know that. I've mentioned it over and over and over again. But actually, when you think about it, white people always have a 10 out of 10 score. I. That's why I believe that white people should never be teaching digging. There's nothing in the world they can offer minorities. Every piece of advice is about just being chilled, no expressions, hands in the pocket. You guys know what I'm talking about, hands in the pocket, just try and be like James Bond, looking at her, hi, excuse me, I just thought you were kind of cute, I wanna come by and say hi. By the way, my name is whatever, JC. What's your name? Okay, blah, 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 I disagree with you. Ha ha, I'm being natural. There's no fucking expression into their game. There's no expression, and that becomes a big problem because minorities, they don't have the same presence, like shorter guys. They will have to bring something else to the table. They actually have to bring more emotions they have to be more congruent, and their social skills have to be fifty times higher. So, by facing a downhill battle, I've realized when I talk to women, it's almost like like they're into you. I've never experienced where they're initially into me. So, women hate most men these days. Look at men. That that's correct, and that's what I want to talk about. Okay, TB. I think this is a very good point because this gets up to my point. It's not just a hype. I wrote up here the very first thing, SMV. SMV. So, what's happening with society this year? Imagine that there's another year that women are swiping left on their phone, on Tinder. I don't have Tinder on my phone. I've never had it. So, imagine swiping left, 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 left. So, they'll be looking at certain personality traits these days. Certain personality enhanced. No, no, personality traits to be looking for it. They'll look for any guy who's needy, any guy who puts like too much compliments for her, any guys who give her too much validation. Oh, cool, oh wow. They're basically getting so used to every single year swiping left that they almost have a catalog in their brain of what guys to auto-reject. And most guys don't really know how to act in a high value kind of way. In the high value way. And this is the reason why I know this kind of thing is because when I was living at the mansion, you know, with my mentor. He lives there. <clears throat> the thing is that I saw 14 women he pulled back home, all from number closes because of a personality of a high-value person. He's willing to roast her. He's willing to walk away. And I was like, what the fuck? This is a new level of game I have never seen before. And a lot of the technologies come from him. I'm not saying that all of it, but I'm just saying a lot of It's almost like he's a Terminator chip. He shows me what works. It doesn't work for negative stereotypes like me, of course. Positive stereotype game is not transferable to negative stereotypes. But However, I create new technologies based on what I saw until I tweak it to what works because he gives me that visualization. He comes back like every single four or five years and I get retrained by him, a Pakistani mentor. He was not a short guy. That's what I've noticed. I've also noticed a second thing. He's not exactly like the most fit person either. He has a little bit of body fat, but he has very wide shoulders. I was like, even for many years, he's getting results. And even if he's not traditionally good looking, his golden ratio for his face is exactly like mine, 82%, which is extremely high. So the women usually are better to quality. So I think looks are not as important as height and race. I'll say this again. Height is not as important. I mean, Looks is not, the face is not as important as in height in your race. So if you were like a taller black looking guy or a black guy, you have muscles. That's more than enough these days because it checks off a lot of points for evolutionary psychology. Women are looking more in the height because I here's what I believe. Just like that mentor guy, although he's not this strong, I really believe 20% of the men now are going to bang 80% of the women if they wanted to. That means there is a select few men, the pre-selected men, the guys out there who have protector status and pre-selection. But how does this happen? Why is it gravitating towards looks or height or all these other indicators of protector status? It's not so much about how much money you make or how much of that, you know, data provider anymore. It's because women have jobs these days, okay? Women have jobs just like you guys do. So they're not looking for a guy with survival value. And, of course, this has been true the last few years. Have you noticed when you're in Europe? When you're in Europe, they don't make a lot of money there. So a guy with a little bit of resources can go a very long way. But if you notice in North America, almost every woman has a job. Now, I was looking at statistics, somebody posted on a forum group. He claims (coughs) CNN... Claims that most women around like 30 or 45 in the future, there's gonna be like 45% of them or something like that, gonna be single. And I was like, what the fuck? Really? That many of them are gonna be single. So okay. <clears throat> if that's the if that's how many is gonna be single, women are kind of being so shallow right now, swiping left and everyone and just going for the high value guys, the tall guys. The high value, the social guys. In the future, men, I believe that when I look at stats, I have to research this again, but I've noticed a trend. I believe 28% of men will be sexless within the next few years. That means there's gonna be a sexless society, and the 80% or the 20% is gonna bang 80% of women. It's gonna be a very uh, a sexual marketplace that's very like non-regulated in such a way that now women have all these options. But the problem is that when women have more options, you give them any sort of power, women will abuse it. And the problem is that women are kind of stupid. Women have no ability to think long-term. That's a weird thing. Women, they're very smart when they're around you, and you probably all experience this. When you're around the women and you act needy and you act like a timid fuck, you notice women are like octopus. They can sense all your feelings and they can read you very well when they're up close. Am I right? you have all experienced that. Of course you have. But whenever you're not near the woman, okay? Just like a submarine or radar. When you're not near the woman, you'll notice something. They don't know anything about anything. They're fucking stupid. That means they have no intelligence. So when you let a woman lead the long-term relationship, all she's going to do is cuck you. And the guys out there who try to be beta, try to make more money... The women are gonna fuck every other guy, ride the car, like cock carousel for so many years until they reach in their 30s. And this is something I've noticed. Women, when they get a little bit older, they usually are a single mother. And a lot of you have experienced this. When you approach older women, they're a single mother or they're kind of discarded women. They're discarded women. So they'll bang any high value guy they can with some kind of resources. And they'll try to make you into a provider they lose their SMV, and a lot of them, I believe, is going to be single. They're going to be single well into their 30s and into their 40s. Because once they lose their looks and their vagina gets really fucking loose, guys are not going to put up with that shit. They're just going to go for more younger women who are shallow. So what can you do about all of this? Knowing all of this, if 28% would be sexless, of course, we are, I already talked about the stats about the Asian guys. One in five would never procreate, but now it's affecting more than just Asians. It's affecting everyone. So who is on the chopping block? Who is the first ones? The guys with the lowest SMV are the first ones to be affected in day game. You all know this because you notice a lot of people out there. Day game has been declining a slightly bit compared to before. Maybe not in Europe. But in the United States and in Canada, you have noticed that people are making less approaches. The shorter ones are quitting a lot faster. Where is all this coming from? Where is this trend coming from? It's very simple. Yeah, thanks, man. JC. This is this is where it's coming from. Okay. It's coming from this stats of women who are going for the 20% of the guys who basically has a whole chokehold onto the sexual market value. So you must adapt. So I'm saying this as a public service announcement for all my students. If you're shorter than five foot nine or five foot nine and a half. You, I will notice that you're no longer as tough as before. My older students, they don't give a fuck. They'll keep approaching until they get laid, and you can see a lot of short, five foot four guys getting laid and stuff like that. But I'm just telling you, these days, the ones on the bottom of the totem pole or the hierarchy are the first ones to be cut. Asians, Indians who are completely like, uh, you know, like we're talking about like curry Indians. Like we're talking about, we're talking about like fucking stereotypical. And you can see even the Indians are adapting. You see there's a different type of Indians emerging. There's the Indians who dress whitewashed. They're taller. They're stronger. Their SMV is no longer at the bottom now. It's somewhere in the middle. It has rise to 4 out of 10 for natural status. So if you're an Indian guy and you're whitewashed, you still have the bone structure. You still have the height. You still have some advantages in the sexual market value you notice you see more Indian guys with Chinese women these days. Am I right? You're like, what the fuck? Why are Chinese women going for Indian guys or non-Asians? The thing is that Chinese women are a little bit beigey in the skin color. I'm Chinese myself, so there's a little bit of a tan or melanin in my skin. But the Chinese women are going for anyone who is not their race, and they're very cold about it. They're going for Indians, Latinos, Middle Eastern. They go for anyone except their own race. And you all notice this. But it's always the same kind of category. These Asian women are always going for tall, creepy white guys with a receding hairline. You all see this shit. And you all know it. So basically, this is what's happening. A funnel is happening. If 20% are getting 80% of the women on Tinder now, okay? The taller guys, the stronger guys, the bulkier guys. The guys with more social skills, more value, more lifestyle. Then it means that for them, the winners are going to win more and the losers are gonna lose more. So this is like a theory, winner, loser, I forgot the name of it, but there's a theory that guys who win more are gonna win more, and the guys who lose more are gonna lose more. And now in this sexual market value place, if you are not wearing some kind of elevator shoes, okay, you are fucked, but why elevator shoes? Why not heel lifts? Like I said, it doesn't fit into your shoe completely. But there are certain styles of shoes I will recommend my students. And for me, I got like a brown monk shoe. I can't really show it to you because I don't want to dirty this place. (laughs) But you'll see a lot of my students wearing a brown sort of monk shoes. You'll see in the future um, bootcamp videos or if you go to my bootcamp page, you'll find a lot of monk shoes. So having said that, brown is the new black, not just for sexual market value, but for shoes. I'll recommend you get a brown shoe but if you're one of my students, I can pick it for you. I'm not just going to tell you here because I can't find it. It's hard to find here. But it's called Monk Shoe. Everyone should get like a light brown. Oh, here it is. You know what? If I give this to, uh, like, if I give you guys this away, right? Give me a thumbs up. I'm going to give away the shoe that I usually recommend my students because you guys are my fans, okay? Because you guys are my fans. We need to return that. Nine- before I talk about that, yes, um, feminism is extremely dangerous, and I'm gonna. This is the shoe. Give me a thumbs up. That I'm giving you value. I'm giving you guys a big fucking hint. I don't make any money out of this. This one. This one. This is called monk shoe. All my students wear it, and I'm sure other coaches will start to copy me. All right. Get this one. Light brown. There's there's a dark brown. They send me the dark brown. But my God, to think that I'm walking down the street and every women are now noticing me. That means I wasn't on the radar before because you need to be five foot nine and a half in order to ride this ride. But now they're all noticing. I mean, to think that um, women are not shallow and women are reasonable. No, they're not. Women are very shallow. And you all notice this. You've all noticed that. The longer they have been on Tinder and the more Instagram likes they get. And have you guys noticed this? And I bet a lot of you have noticed this, okay? A lot of you noticed that even women who are five or six out of 10 in looks, they're ugly as fuck. They're getting more validation because all the guys are funneled into going after them, the sexual market value. So a short, ugly woman can get 10 times the amount of validation. So guys who are... 5 out of 10, 6 out of 10, 7 out of 10, 8, 9, and 10 are all swiping right on them. And the reason why, they think she's a lot easier to get. So she's always very shallow about the height. She's usually very short, okay looking, but going for a super tall guy. It's just how it is. And the reason why I'm wearing more streetwear recently, right? I'm not wearing blazers, is because I'm in a different place right now. I have a lot of teenage girls living here, so a lot of teenage girls because there's only one college and the rest is high schools. It's legal in Canada. So I bang my fair share of like teenage girls more than most dating coaches. Probably don't. Sh- but th- the point is that I know a lot about you can see how I'm changing the loadouts in the fashion for everything. They don't care about height. I've noticed that for, you know, the teenage girls. I'm just going to be brutally honest here. I don't give a fuck what people think. They don't at first. They don't care about height because their first boyfriend is gonna be the shorter guy. He might be a five foot five or five foot six. This usually happens around high school or maybe early college. She will go out with a guy who's very very short and skinny because she didn't have that many options in the beginning. Very closed off friends, and then all of a sudden, her second boyfriend is gonna be around six foot four. Can I wear it in college? Yeah, I mean, wear it in college, wear the heels, and also wear the streetwear. It depends on where you're going in college. I, you can wear blazers. You can wear anything. That The, the fashion is a big secret. But for younger women, they don't gravitate towards my, um, my heel lifts because it looks very formal and shit. They don't gravitate towards the heel lifts at all. I wear the Versace high tops. That looks more like streetwear because they're always listening to rap music. This generation of girls are just listening to stupid-ass hip-hop. That sounds like shit. But because they're looking at me with these Rolexes that they see the rappers wear, streetwear, and they see these sort of Versace shoes, they get into it. Although they're very into it in Vancouver, too. Don't get me wrong. Women are into it. But I have to sacrifice a little bit of height to wear Versace. So I was trading money for height. Does that make sense? Because I'm trying to compensate, but it doesn't matter as much in that regard. It doesn't matter. Height always matters more. When a woman's over 20 years old, you'll notice that once they get over the first boyfriend who's shorter and skinnier, for the rest of their life, all the guys that they swipe on, most of them are going to be taller than them, especially in a relationship. Tall guys, tall guys, tall guys, tall guys. Just like all the dating coaches. Um, my friend told me that we were in the age of nagging. He's five foot five. My friend told me that we're in the age of nagging. He's five foot five. Yeah, well. Think about it this way, five foot five guys can do just fine when it's more of a nighttime situation in front of nightclubs or nightclubs in general, where the women are more down to fuck. In day game, however, five foot five guys, if they don't have some kind of cool Instagram or cool lifestyle, or they don't have some kind of setup game going on, they're kind of fucked. These days they'll be more and more fucked because LMS matters more. Before it was okay, you could get away with it. I had friends who are very good-looking Asian guys. Before, they would get, like, a thousand matches in certain areas. And now it's saturated. The sexual market value is not working for him, So it goes to Instagram. So for shorter guys, if you're not utilizing your Instagram with a cool lifestyle, I don't mean, like, fucking loner pictures where you take selfies of yourself next to nothing on over a bridge. I mean, actually showing a cool lifestyle with other women and other shit. If you're not showing that, your value is going to go down dramatically. I hate to tell you guys this. And a lot of shorter guys are very antisocial. A lot of my students, a lot of them don't even know how to make a friend, never mind make a female friend, a fucking female friend. They can't even make that. So they can't really build a lifestyle because it's a little bit of that sociopathic antisocial personality disorder. But let's get back to the point. The point is height has mattered more than ever now you see that women in relationships will always be going after a guy who's taller and taller until the day she's getting married. It's going to be tall, tall, tall. And the first boyfriend short. And I'm just telling you guys, if you're not wearing heel lifts today, not just heel lifts, heel lifts are not even good enough these days. Heel lifts can fit any shoes, but they're just too short. There's only so much you can fit in that wedge. The shoe on the top is going to be like putting a lot of pressure. A lot of you have experienced this yourself. Just wear this heelless, but you can only put one or two pieces in it. And that's it. And it's like, fuck. Now it feels like you're wearing like a high heel shoe and you could barely walk in it. But because women are shallow and you're facing, although it's easier, I'm just telling you, once you reach five foot nine, I've, I have experienced something that I've never experienced in my life about being positive stereotype. My theory is that all the dating coaches who are over five foot nine and a half, most of them are around five, five foot 11 to six foot two for day game. There's no game involved. They make enough approaches, they'll close because women will be into them. And the wider they make their shoulders, the easier it is. And if you're a tall guy with narrow shoulders, you're still fucked. If You're very, very tall, like six foot four, but your shoulders are as skinny as an Asian guy, you're still fucked because the lack of protector status. There's a proportional thing to it. That means it's even better to be a little bit tall and slightly chubby rather than being tall and fucking skinny. I know it sounds kind of counterintuitive, but height is so important these days that my short students are quitting a lot easier. So let's talk about them. So there's a lot of students who are around like five foot six, five foot seven, five foot eight. My God, what happened to you guys? The reason why you guys are not approaching as much is because you're experiencing nothing but failure. For me, it doesn't bother me because the harder the game is, the more I adapt and more students get laid. The, the more powerful my game becomes. So women, they can be as tough as they want in Vancouver. Bring it on. You just turn me into a, you know, you created me actually. But that's why other students come to me. But I'm just noticing because I get so many fucking students. I've taught hundreds of students. I've seen every combination. There's one thing in common. Why are the shorter guys like giving up faster? They have more of the inner game issues because they're experiencing a lot more hardship in the game than last year, in the year before. So I'm just saying, if you're not boosting your height with elevator shoes, what the fuck are you doing? Just fucking like, just kill yourself. Metaphorically speaking, I can't legally tell you to kill yourself. I'm just saying, why would you want to make it harder on yourself? If height matters so much, and widen your shoulders, and these short fucking students—no offense—but they don't want to listen. Like, work out, widen your shoulders. I uh, go to the gym. I'm glad you go to the gym. I'm glad you go to the gym. But if you're not trying to reach at least five foot nine or your best to it, because these shoes can go up to three inches, or two point eight inches. What the fuck are you doing? Are are you fucking stupid? I mean, think about it this way even if you had the confidence or you had my game and that's it's going to help a lot of course but there's a point where now it's becoming a diminishing return it's almost like vancouver vancouver women are very full of themselves uh they're very full of themselves because vancouver is it's a little bit like new york but new york's easier los angeles is kind of similar and london is similar so the best way to really understand vancouver women is that A lot of people think from the outside, when they visit Vancouver, it's a nice place. But when you live there, you can see a lot of women are very, very upset and antisocial because it's always raining and it's also very expensive to live there. Of all the places to live in the world, I think Vancouver is the most expensive for the median income. Maybe it's number two now or number three, it changes to number one, it keeps going back and forth. But Vancouver is more expensive to live than the kind of money you make in New York. Because you're American, your American dollars are worth more. So therefore, all the women has to get like two jobs or they have to have roommates. Having said that, or these trashy white women in Vancouver, they there's a type of women who are extremely snobby. And usually my boot camp students have a tough time with these ones. They're called the local Vancouver women. They wear no makeup. You're like, wait, John, you should wear, no, they don't wear makeup. They wear yoga pants. If you've lived here, you know what I'm talking about. They have no, like, they don't, even, they don't even brush their fucking hair. They look almost homeless. They have a boyfriend who's a completely trashy guy. He's just another white trash guy in a pickup truck. Completely together in their household, they'll make enough. Sometimes they live together. That's what Vancouver women are like. So when you walk out and approach them, they'll say they have a boyfriend and they'll give you a snobby attitude. And usually, whenever a woman who's very, very nice and stuff, I said, you're not from Vancouver, are you? She's like, no, how do you know that? You look like you're from Tor- How you know that? Because you're smiling. Because you're a nice person. There's no way you're from here. And she's like, holy shit. How you- of course I know. Of course I know. So Vancouver women are snobbier than London women. I- I've met London women. They're snobby, but they're nowhere near as snobby as Vancouver women. And if you look at Vancouver, there's a lot of Asian women, right, with tall, creepy white guys. Guys have receding hairlines, inbred faces, and the women just love it. The creepier the guy is, the taller he is, the more white, like the more hotter the Asian woman he's going to get. The more deformed he is. Vancouver is a very fucked up place. At nighttime, when night game and all this stuff happens, people don't even go into nightclubs anymore. They just go outside of the nightclubs, and every Friday and Saturday, the guys are all like six foot five, six foot four. I remember my Australian student came all the way from Australia to Vancouver. And he says, We have some tall people here, but I, why is everyone like six foot six, six foot five? This is this like NBA or something? No, because the SMV matters more at the nighttime. Okay. So I am the shortest guy in the whole fucking Vancouver at nighttime at five, seven when I'm doing day game there at night. What the fuck? But the tall guys will never ever dare come out to day game at the daytime because they're so used to naturaling it at nighttime outside of nightclubs. They don't walk in. So this is why I create a game like this. That's why the game has a bit of social skills involved. It has a lot of fashion involved and also a lot of height involved. A lot of different things you've never seen in other places. I have to adapt to this situation. If you want to survive Vancouver these days, I recommend you do not go here unless for training. It's only good for training you as a POA in my boot camps. Toronto, you want to go to Toronto or something. If you just want to get like a lot of results, Toronto is the place to be. It's open dating society. Yeah. Of course the place is expensive to live, but not as expensive as Vancouver. Vancouver is super expensive. You need to have high value. So you can see when I was like part of the inner circle before, and I was living in that mansion and I saw so many women being brought there. You will need to be all that. Height is just the beginning guys. Wide shoulders, Perfect social skills, a social circle, female friends, a lifestyle, extreme level of game, extreme level social skills, SMV. you're like, what the fuck? Where do you live in? Like John, do you live in hell? Yeah. It's London. It's like a huge volume, but before we used to have a lot of hot women in Vancouver, very hot. They're all gone now because it's too expensive. No one wants to live here. They must've moved to a cheaper area called Langley or something. All the white women are not living in Vancouver anymore. So when I was there before, they're all gone. They're all gone. So, sorry. Height matters a lot. Height matters a lot. So, so what to do if you're a shorter guy? He lifts. No. Nope. Elevator shoes, yes. I told you which one. Go back in the video and watch it. Go back in the video and watch it. Get that monk shoe. I, I don't gain anything i of teaching you guys this all of you who are my students who this is a public service announcement if you don't adapt you will die like seriously you're all gonna fucking just have this inner game issue so why do they have the inner game issue very simple if we're looking at the brain we're going to talk about certain pieces of the brain p stands for paralimbic n stands for neolimbic and f stands for the frontal lobes So what is a paralimbic brain? The paralimbic brain is responsible, what they call amygdala. There's a walnut-shaped thing here. I'm going to teach you a little bit about neuroscience. The neuroscience is that I've noticed, for a shorter students, there's three responses. We want to talk about fight, flight, and freeze, the three Fs. Okay, Fight, fight, and freeze. You all have heard of it before, haven't you? Fight, fight, and freeze. A lot of them have the experienced freezing or fleeing. So for a lot of these short students, they've been through more disappointments. They get more timid. They get more scared. They're always in trying to run away from the women. It's almost like they lost their masculinity when I teach them. They're almost acting like a woman. It's like the society have really changed these days. Women have become more masculine. Am I right? And men have become more like women. Men have become... Hey, hey man, what's up? So men have become more like women. And it has been changing. And the guys who are shorter tends to act more like a woman. Society has, (coughs) you can see with all this social justice warrior, all this woke shit that you see on movies, Terminator, Dark Fate. And even when you look at a feminine movie like Battle Angel Alita, James Cameron movie, it's like, Everyone is getting angry at the movie because the female character is too feminine. Like what the fuck is not what you want, but maybe that's too much in nineties or in the 2000s. this generation. And you look at the Dave Chappelle special, for example, there's a new one called sticks and stones, sticks and stones. Dave Chappelle has roasted all the social justice warriors, all the trannies, all the faggots, black people. He's roasted the Chinese. He roasted everyone. And the, the fucking people are a trigger these days. They're giving it a lower score for the critics. But when you look at the audience score, go ahead and look at it. 99% of the audience loves it. So I believe that there's going to be a pushback. When you see guys are being forced to be more feminine and women have more control, you have seen what happened to the sexual marketplace. Yes. You, do you think that women have gotten taller in the new generation? Um, I've noticed a little bit taller, but I think the men have gotten a lot taller too. It's like women will always go for the taller guy. They always marry the taller guy, all the time. So they're gonna always get taller again. They're not getting shorter. I can assure you that. I believe the next generation, I'm gonna see a height increase. Height increase. increase. I'm not 100% sure. I gotta look at the stats. But I believe it's gonna be so hard for short guys in the future. And women are also gonna suffer when they're 30s and over. Right? They're gonna be discarded women who are gonna be single cat women, like cat ladies. So it's unfortunate everyone is fucking losing in the sexual market value. It's not just having the perfect game. I could teach you the perfect game, but it's to raise your SMV, it's to raise your height. I can't see how it's even possible. I will make sure everyone in my stands wear elevator shoes, because once you're once you're like above a certain line, remember the line of fuckability, or not the line of fuckability, the five foot nine height. You must be this tall to ride the roller coaster. That means, like I said, all the guys below it are going to lose more. They're going to go in a downward spiral because the women are all going to choose the 20% of the guys who are going to bang most of the women. 80-20 rule. 20% of the guys are going to bang 80% of women. 20% of the guy owns 80% of the wealth. It's always 80-20, 80-20, 80-20. Always, in every society, even if you're planting crops, 20% of the crops is going to give you 80% of the food. It's always that 80-20. Now I believe that you must be more like the 80 or the 20% who's going to get 80%. Because there is going to be a 28% of sexless people and single people in the future. It's that bad. There's no mercy here. If you're not boosting your height, I honestly cannot calculate how the fuck you're going to make it. Maybe if you go to Europe or go back to an Asian country or something like that. But you're going to be fucked in the future. So... That means before you play my game, you know, you know my game: emotional intelligence, social calibration, social skills. Before all that, make sure you work on the height, so that these things that you're working on matters. Okay, that they matter. Of course, it helps. It helps a lot. But before, even if you didn't make the line of fuckability, which I wrote in a chart, looks out of ten, money out of five, race out of ten, game out of ten. And even if you get close to the line before, it, it would have took more approaches to close. But now the gap is getting bigger. So the strong gets stronger and the weak gets weaker. The winners win more and losers lose more. You have to boost your height. I'm sorry, but height is such a big thing that when I ta- I've i taught more students, like you've seen so many testimonials. There is nearly three, like there's 398 testimonials right now of students laid in pole. I am the dating coach. Um, have sex with okay this is stupid comment as usual from ATD so my tall friends find it difficult to have sex with their partners because they're small height and they cheat leave them and chase tall girls yeah but you're not getting tall girls you're a short fucking midget let me try to show the comment okay you're gonna have a tough time in the game you're like five foot fucking three or something, five foot two and I told you, get some heel lifts. You have no choice. Please, this fucking computer is not freeze. Okay, I'm not sure if his comment's going sure or not. It's freezing up a little bit. But guys like him, like you, we're a little bit shorter. I, I'm, sh- I'm sorry if you're sorry for you. Because even if you guys wear heel lifts, you just be my height. My height's often like ignored. Often ignored. Without the Versace's in an extreme level of fashion. What you guys don't realize is for the shorter guys, is that when women are into you or not, right? It's really fucking like women cut plus eight plus eighty percent of the market. Only four percent of the male population is above. Um, yes, yes. Um, well, four percent male population. <clears throat> you don't have to be six foot two. Okay. Men must take back the power from women hundred percent. So for TB, right? TBY. You don't have to be six foot two. So if you're above five foot nine and a half or five foot nine to six foot two or six foot three. Okay. You don't have to be six foot four. You don't have to be way up there. As long as you're above five foot nine, you'll still get the same compliance as six foot tall and six foot one. And There's no difference. The only difference is like when I talked about the body type for the men, the problem is that if you're too tall and you're lanky, you're like a stick. What you'll notice is that when you don't have wide shoulders, then it becomes hard. If you're a six foot four, but you're skinny like an ectomorph, you are still fucked because you don't fit into that protector status role. Does that make sense? Women are that shallow. And when you see Asian women with tall white guys that are creepy, the tall white guys are all bulky. They all have a huge amount of bulk on them. Huge amount of bulk. So, another. Better just to tell her hang out on a date. A short guy, my SMB. Um, Another moderator handled this. What the fuck? There's another moderator. The fuck? I'm already moderators. What the fuck is going on? Participants. Okay, whatever. I'm six foot one, so I'm good. Yeah. See, um, you are good but you're also very short. No, I mean, you're also like a complete hard case, CC. Your social skills are non-existent. You put women on a pedestal, you make a lot of excuses. So therefore, there are two components that are very important, social skills and also height. You're good, but you're getting older too. Of course, you got the height. So therefore, once you fix the social skills, you do much better, you do way better, so see, where's the fucking comments? I'm seeing something weird. It says another moderator handled this. The fuck, there shouldn't be another moderator. Let's see, my tall friend find it difficult. Men must take the power back from women. Is it better to help? Six foot one, so I'm good. Is it better to hang out or date as a short guy? The SMV is low. And as a Latino, that's a good question. So for you as a Latino, better maybe a better question would be, what can you do to ensure that she comes out? Even if you're shorter. The thing is that for Instagram, you wanna close on Instagram instead of a phone number close because it's already a losing strategy. When you're like shorter guy and you're competing against taller guys, She's more likely going to respond to the taller guy above this height. Below six foot two, I mean six foot two to five foot nine and a half, somewhere in this range. If you're gonna use text scheme, you're gonna get flaked on. She's gonna assume you're a Latino guy, this and that. So what you wanna do is to boost your Instagram. You're gonna try to improve your lifestyle. You wanna improve your lifestyle. That means you wanna show your lifestyle in the Instagram. So if you got female friends, for example, you bring them out, that's great. Do it through Instagram and use her to get the woman you want. Because if you want a certain type of woman, you will be fucking her clone from Instagram. So what do I mean by fucking her clone? If you want white women and you want to fuck white women, you have white women in your Instagram. You have white guys in your Instagram. You don't put Indian women, you don't put Asian women, you don't put Latinas. Because if your Instagram is all full of Latinas in that social circle, you're gonna scare the living fuck out of a white girl. Does that make sense? This concept called stuffing white people into your Instagram. I know it sounds politically incorrect. See the comments work. Comments are freezing up a little bit, so I can't really like do too much about that. Um I don't know what the fuck is going on with the comments, so I'm just gonna keep speaking. Yeah, it's completely frozen. What the fuck? I'm gonna close a few things here. Give the computer more memory. So it's not that. And close all the browsers from the other one. Close all. Close all. Working now? Still freezing up. See if I can type something. Test. I can only write. Okay, let's see if that works. Test. Okay. Yeah. So basically, all I'm saying is just be around the height. Try make five foot nine and a half or five foot nine if you're in Canada. That's all I'm saying. Hugh lifts will never get there. Widen your shoulders and then play the game. Just remember, the most important thing is is like a roller coaster ride. Unless you're this tall, you will face a downhill battle when you're that tall. When you're shorter than that, you face an uphill battle. I don't enjoy playing uphill battle, but most of my life, because I didn't know about elevator shoes or how to widen my shoulders, I have faced nothing but an uphill battle. And that has helped so many of my students, right? It's helped way too many students. But now, because things are changing, I'm seeing shorter students struggling more with the game. I have to say something. I mean this topic has been bothering me for the last few weeks when I haven't made a YouTube live. This is a public service announcement. Go fucking boost your height so therefore women finally says okay now you can ride the roller coaster easier. You don't have to sneak with. It's so fucking like um, shallow I know. Women are gonna get shallow more and more every single year. The more they swipe left on guys the more they get used to knowing which guys to swipe left on, which personality traits, which heights, which races. Women do this subconsciously and they're building up a library of guys. So when they're like 20 or 23 or something, they're going to swipe more left. And unattractive women are just going to get more guys chasing them. Female validation is so dangerous. Female validation is completely fucking dangerous. A lot of you guys on Tinder, for example, are just swiping right on every single ugly woman hoping you can cash in. you are hoping you can just bang the easier one. Because you're doing that, because all the other guys, even the good-looking guys are thinking it's easier. What you're experiencing is now they're even tougher. Now the fucking 6 out of 10, now she thinks she's like an 8 out of 10. And the 8 out of 10 is that guys are not going after her that much. No one's approaching her and now she feels ugly. So the ugly one thinks... She's good-looking, and the good-looking one, she thinks she's ugly. Society has changed. The only way you can get out of it is elevator shoes, elite 30 from hard case to hero, okay? Once you have to build up, like, a perfect social skills, I've noticed a lot of, Is you guys still there, right? I can't see. Can I mix my cultures into my Instagram, like Latinas and whites, black chicks? Um, yeah, but you want to think about how, can, how much white people can you stick into your Instagram. It's more like the ratio of white people. You can have different races, and that's great and all, right? How much white people can use stuff? I know that sounds awful. Let's say, for example, okay? Maybe this will make more sense to you. An Indian guy. We're talking about Indian, Indian guy. Imagine an Indian guy who's whitewashed. On his Instagram, he has nothing but the curry Indians. Big turbans, big beards. And the woman sees it. I'm sure he's a nice guy, and his friends are probably... Most of these guys will never, ever be caught dead hanging around other Indian guys. Let's just be real here. Let's just be real here. They'll never be caught dead hanging around Indian people. Ever. And um, let's see. How come this is another moderator handle? Who the fuck? Did somebody like fucking um What do you think about Matt Artisan from, I think he's a fucking fraud. I think his text game is good, but he's a complete fraud. He has no proof of any sort of anything. Day game, his system is just, it's not natural. Mm -hmm. It's just basically um, open, compliment, and then tell me something interesting about yourself. Talk about her feelings. And then just do that in a circle, get the number. That's not really game. It's all filtered text game. His text game is good. But most of his game is shit. I've taught his game before. I've taught everyone's game, actually. The first year I was coaching, all the tall white students got laid. So what the fuck? I taught every system for free, including my artisans. I was teaching natural and direct. I was teaching every style. I had to field test everything. It didn't work. I'm sorry. It didn't work. So, But I'm telling you, for the most of the systems, white people, the tall white guys, they all got laid. Asians, I, I couldn't get an Asian guy laid. That's how tough it was before, the first year I was coaching. Zero. This is to show you that there is an SMV out there. And the biggest problem with this SMV thing is that <clears throat> when you're going for ABCs of Attraction or Queef and Casanova, these Asian guys, <clears throat> they don't realize they're funneling to night game. They're funneled to night game because they think, I'm going to get some coaching for a game. But when they learn their day game system, it doesn't even work because they have no testimonials or very few. It's like they have no clue what they're talking about. Most Asian men really believe that. They'll always ask you, John, do you teach night game? What they're really trying to say is, John, I don't believe in myself. That's what they're trying to say. They try to say that my SMV is too low. I subconsciously know this, so I need night game as a crutch. I say, stop being a cunt. Elite thirty from Hard case to Heroes, is stupid. Social skills, fucking stop dressing like a typical Asian guy. You're scaring the women. Your hairstyle, your fucking um, messy hair. You look like you're fresh off the boat. You're scaring them. It's not about the height. It's not. It's like the Asians have like everything minus. Always the first one to be cut. When you look at the online dating charts, Asians are Asian men have been dead last for response rate for every single year in black women. That tells you something. Why are black women last place? And why are Asian men last place? But they're very different, they're very like opposite in terms of the behavioral patterns. Very opposite. For example, Black women typically are more masculine. They're more aggressive. This is breaking the femininity traits, and guys are getting turned off. For Asian men, rather than being masculine, rather than being tall, rather than being dominant, they're actually more feminine. They have more like a feminine kind of look. And for me, I'm a little bit of a pretty boy type. So, But I do have a masculine game and fashion. Now I have to height back. If all this shit's making sense to you, give it a thumbs up. So I, I know I'll make more YouTube live videos. This is more like a conversation. If there's anything I have to say to you guys, whoever's on the bottom of the totem pole, find a way to fit into that 20%. I'm just tired of watching short students having such a mental fucking issue. And like I said, I, I missed this part of the speech. Paralympic brain is the fight, fight, and freeze response. Too much freezing. Neolimbic. What's a neolimbic brain? Uh, Imagine all of our habits. A lot of these things are about habits. Day game is a habit. That's why I made a 30-day challenge. It, It takes 21 days to really get it down. But having said that, okay, the neolimbic brain is responsible for habits. So therefore, there are certain behavioral traits that you will experience after 21 days, they become automatic. So if you did 21 days of day game and you got laid because you were a taller guy with wider shoulders, maybe you look like a tall black guy or a tall Latino guy or a tall white guy. Look like you don't have to be, you just have to look like it. And you have the same fucking SMV. Okay? The same fucking SMV. This is this is unfortunate. This is just how the world works. It is not a farewell. That means if you're Indian and you look black, you are black. You're Indian. You look Latino. You are Latino. And I know this because my friend ha- who's Indian has a Latino girlfriend. He looks like a Latino. It's just how it is. It's always like that. So my point is for the Neolimbic, if your SMV is lower, what they experience is usually a downward spiral, a downward spiral. If they don't have these qualities. So therefore, they go for more rejection. So what happens when they go for more of a rejection after rejection after rejection after rejection? Their inner game will be affected. Their inner game will be really, really fucked up. I mean, think about this way. A lot of the students are delusional, sociopathic, narcissistic. Sometimes Asperger's. Delusional. But it either feeds the good delusions, like it's easy. Or it feeds the bad delusions that is hard. It really depends on your SMB. The upward and downward spiral is related to the SMB. And you can see a lot of these so called incel guys or whatever the fuck they are. They actually um, are going in a real downward spiral. In a real fucking downward spiral. It's no coincidence. Because your SMB is lower. It's not just their looks, but they're also socially retarded. So. Of course, social skills are important these days. You can, all oh, that shit. But height is, I'm just telling you, there is so much advantage to height. It is the biggest advantage you can get of anything. More than race. Race matters a lot too. Race and height. I'm sorry, but race puts you in a different spot in the online dating and so does height. Women are always responding to height and race. There's no way you can argue with it. So rather than facing uphill battle or resisting and trying to be a hard case around me, like, John, I'm going to make excuses. I'm going to make excuses. And then eventually some of these guys, they, they start to lose their willpower in the game and they start to quit. I've noticed this year the shorter guys are quitting a lot faster or they don't have the mental capacity or the strength that I did. Because I have a lot of strength throughout all these years. I mean, 18 years, I just figured this is the only way of game that works for me. Too low for Tinder, never will use that shit. Too low for night game in Vancouver. Day game is the only path. There is no mercy. So if, if height is, is height better than a wider chest? Yes, unfortunately. That means if you're five foot seven or, or you're five foot eight with a heel less, but five foot seven, even if you had a wider chest, it does help to some degree. But it is better to make the height first now that wider chest gives you a force multiplier but if you're like a short asian guy or a vietnamese guy with a very wide shoulders you're still going to look very stumpy it's easier but it's just easier to make that height the thing is it's either a positive stereotype game or a negative stereotype game it when you have you guys ever noticed whenever you try to learn from dating coaches who are five foot eleven or that kind of height and they have big muscles and they're higher race you never ever could get laid with their products or services or any sort of youtube videos or even like their boot camps there's a reason for that positive stereotypes would never understand what negative stereotype game is like so if i start getting like uh you know i start field testing the heel lifts and let's just say for example my tactics change And it works easier for a positive stereotype and I start teaching you guys this, you guys will not become testimonials. You guys will only become testimonials when I teach a negative stereotype game. This is what they call leveling. So when the taller coaches are teaching you guys game, they're teaching something that works for their height. That means if they're like a tall looking black dude with muscles, it's only going to work for tall Latinos, blacks, and those kind of people, Middle Easterns. It's not going to work for the short people. Because it that, it's leveling. It works for their body. Their body gives a certain type of response or auto-compliance. And when white people talk about compliance, non-compliance, no one's ever talked about auto-compliance. That means even if you didn't have good game, when a woman's already into you, like an attraction switch, you know how they say attraction is not a choice, when it's all automatic and I can see that when I talk to women with a heel lifts, I talk to them, I feel much taller. I tower over them, and I can see they get more submissive. If that's the case, then all these dating coaches are just talking out their fucking ass. They're not gaming. They're just, she's already submitting because that's their type. So when you look at it from a perspective of sales, and this is what makes it very disgusting to me as a dating coach, and this is why I have like 398 plus laid and pool testimonials. The best way to really understand this is that um, V-A-L-U-E. So this is your value up and down, your SMV. And this is the line of fuckability, right? So value, line of fuckability. For the shorter guys, you're going to face more of a power battle. They have to do more approaches to get over that line. Or go for women with a lower value. But for the guys who are taller, you raise this, you start here at a higher. Even if your game is not perfect, you might get over it sometimes. If you have my game in calibration right holy fuck you'd be way over it a lot of time and here's the problem there are some coaches out there who are tall and stuff like that so they thought maybe I I vibe it I emote a little bit just to get over that line there's no fucking tactics there's no skill it's just let's emote it a little bit there's no social skills there's some structure but there's no social skills and you see my point here just emoting because you're so close to the fucking line because you're so close just put some emotions into it that's it but the short students are suffering this is the real game like I said I said so many fucking times right on this square chart I know it's getting messy right social skills SS social calibrations it's already 50% of the game emotional intelligence emotions in game Persuasion. So, when you look at it, for some people, they just have to emote a little bit, be natural, and vibe it. They're over the fucking line. I already thumbed up, but I would do it again. I can't afford your system, but I'm gonna get in the futures. For now, I'm thinking about practicing Neo Strauss' Annihilation Method 30 Day Challenge. I've taught everyone's game, so I know Neo Strauss's game. Go indirect, and then you say, "Oh, you're blonde. I usually like brunettes." You know, I know every fucking one of their tactics, and then try to invite her out for a party. You're like, John, how do you know everyone's game? What the fuck, John? The analysis, of course I know everyone's game. I know Neil Strauss's game. I know everything. Neil Strauss's game is very weak and so is Mystery for Day Game. It was designed for Night Game. JT Tran from ABCs of Attraction uses a mystery method kind of game. You can see for the student results for Asians. How many late testimonials did they get for Day Game in ABCs of Attraction? Less than like one or two, maybe three, four, that's it versus 400, mine. So this is why I think about the annihilation method. The mystery method has fucked up more PUA's than everyone. Because when you put dating coaches on the pedestal, right? And you say this, you start to think inside the box. I come from a society of players, secret society of players called the inner circle in Vancouver some of the best players some even come from california some comes from all over the place we each have a superpower in our group i've been taught by guys who look like male models too white guys i've been taught by every like unique like we're all like fucking navy seal team 6 i'm the most public figure in the group the rest are hiding in plain sight you'll never know their pua's they're that good one guy can get 14 women to pull he fucked a lot of them most of them 90% close rate of phone number closes. Another white PUA who also trained me there. He can bang like nines, eights, nines, and tens. And he's not that good looking. He's a little bit chubby. So this, he taught me how he's done it. There's other PUAs who I saw approach women in the car in Halloween. He banged her afterwards, even with a mask. He's a good looking guy. looks like a male model. Looks. I've been trained by some of the very best in the whole world. And the dating coaches, whenever they train, their stuff never works. It's bullshit because you're thinking inside the box. Does that make sense? When you think inside the box, all the tactics are like Mystery Method, RSD, London Day Game, Justin Wayne. It's all marketing. Have you ever noticed whatever I teach is the opposite of everyone else? I can guarantee you the biggest problem with you cunts out there is that you're trying to redo my 18 years of game. I've already studied annihilation method. I already studied London Day game. I studied Paul Jenka. I studied everyone. High Lake game doesn't work. I have to remodify a lot of the objection dealing. I've studied, you know, Justin Wayne's game. I've studied everyone's game. I've studied mystery. I've studied JT Trans. I've studied simple pickup. Use name it, I fucking know it. And I feel tested it. with My students, they're all fucking both. Bull- I take V. I know everyone's game. I can even perform like if I wanted to, I could like perform Justin Wayne's game like, hey, excuse me, I just want to come by and say hi because I'm looking for a place. It's called like a healthy juice bar. Like, what's it called? Like, Jamba? Like, Jamba? Yeah, Jamba Juice. By the way, um, got the artsy vibe, right? It's like, uh, got a high five for that. My name is Justin. By the way, what's your name? Ah, okay. <laughs> Seriously, you, believe it or not, actually, I had a friend. Right? She had exactly your name, Sherry. Yeah, that's exactly she's like you know eat sand or something and you know when i start making fun of her and call her like doopa loopa or something she's like slap me across the face and please you are her i totally apologize anyways what are you doing right now like <laughs> i know everyone's game by the way i know every single line of everyone's game you're like john you know everyone's game i've studied for 18 fucking years stop trying to redo my fucking process the fastest way from point A to point B is to stop listening to marketers with no fucking proof. You know, these days we have marketers who are like alpha male strategies. you're just talking a good game, who claims that he doesn't know how to convert women in day game. He doesn't know how to do that. Just be on your purpose. A lot of what he says is true. A little bit of a Corey Wayne kind of game. I'm not stupid. I know he's a veteran and so am I. I could tell that he's been in the game for more than 10 years. We all have the same kind of thoughts. Then you got all these mental masturbation kind of people who basically have no infields and no fucking student boot camp results, no testimonials, critiquing each other. This industry is a fucking joke. In the past, in the inner circle, I was tasked to destroy the whole industry. But now they don't want that. Five years afterwards, they're like, no, no, John, do not destroy it. Stop fighting with people and... Stop calling people out, you already won. You beat everyone at their own game. But I, I always argue listen, I've been so fucking censored. no dating coaches, they usually are very afraid of even mentioning me because they have to look at the 400 testimonials and they have to realize that they're not the best. That's very shocking. It's like how does this how does a fucking five foot seven Chinese guy get all the testimonials in the world? I have more testimonials than Tom Terrell it's a big bunch of white people? He, he may have like 100 or something. Because he once said on YouTube, How many people got some results from my coaching or my advice videos? That shouldn't count. Advice videos should not count for testimonials if there's not a coaching. Only like 100 or something. I'm up to 400. You look at everyone else. Look at Mystery. How many testimonials? Go to all their sites. It's not bragging. I'm trying to tell you something real here. Stop redoing my 18 years boost your fucking height, this is not a theory. I'm a scientist. Everything I tell you is because of from the students' results, it's not, it's field tested. So whenever I tell you something, you know what happens to most people? They get offended, they get offended and say, I disagree with you, John. Who the fuck are you disagreeing with? You don't have any testimonials. Most of you couldn't even get your friend laid if you lived to be a million fucking years. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Maybe start to listen. I only see two thumbs up because guys are not getting it. If you're not wearing elevator shoes, I'm just telling you, have fun with the game. Of course, all the training, everything's great. And you can widen your shoulders and stuff. Yeah, that's great. After 2019, 2020, just gonna face an uphill battle. Even someone like me who gets approached by women now because of my fucking height. Are you fucking kidding me? So you're saying my hair didn't matter, my fashion didn't matter, my personality—all these good qualities did not matter until I boosted my height above five foot nine and a half. Come on, women. That—that's fucked up. I could go anywhere now, go to a buffet, whatever, and I do that a lot lately. Try and gain some weight and working out. The thing is that. Women start approaching. It's like, what the fuck? How come is it's, it's so fucked up in my mind? How come you didn't treat me like this before? And if I was tall and I was teaching game, guess how many testimonies would I get? Out of the 400. Maybe three or four. That's it. Like all the other coaches. Maybe less than 10. Because you can't transfer positive stereotype game. Because they don't know what it feels like to be a shorter guy. Facing resistance. The woman has to be into you. That's why I want to say to you guys, the woman has to be into you. It, it's either your height, your fashion, your personality. But today's topic is about height. Women would need something to have a dopamine sorry, release in their brain when they look at you. They have to feel some kind of attraction. And you guys have experienced dopamine releases, you guys have. Whenever you play a video game you like, and some of you don't play video games, maybe some of you like to watch movies. Maybe some of you fap. Whatever it is, you have a release of dopamine, a feel-good hormone. When you're good-looking and women will have that sort of feel-good hormone in their brain, it'll click. Women will go have that dopamine release, and they'll just be, like, attracted into you. It was into you. <clears throat> so for the guys out there who you find that women are not into you, into you. I've even seen guys who are very good looking like Justin Bieber in Europe with the narrow shoulders. They're tall. Women are just not into that because of narrow shoulders. You may have the looks. You may have the race. But when you cannot protect her, you know, she's going to fucking like flake. And that's the funny thing is because the more you widen your shoulders, it also shows up in your suit. Because you got to look at the silhouette from the front. If I were to just dark this out, black it all out, and you only see the shape when you work out. When you work on the biceps and chest, can the women see it? No, not from the front. But they only see how wide your shoulders are, how wide your lats are. So when you've realized that, you only focus on these aspects, plus boosting your height. Game becomes a lot easier. And I'm telling my students, you guys can never, ever go out again and just fucking... You're just going to burn yourself out because the neolimbic brain, which I'm trying to get to, builds habits. You fail enough times, your brain will start to quit. <coughs> your brain will start to quit. And and that's why the shorter guys are now having inner game issues more than before. So I was going to actually do an example. That you showed, I feel pathetic now. I'm going to adapt and study body language, social skills, social calibration, talk. Just try to get elite... Um, Thirty. is only one hundred sixty dollars. I know it's a little bit expensive for you right now. This this is like a fucking eight hundred dollar course. The guy who helped me filmed it, saying, "John, are you crazy? You selling for one hundred sixty? Invest in yourself, dude." I would say that this course you can use it over and over. Elite thirty might be exactly everything you're looking for. It you boosts your height. Work on the social skills. Fuck all this game shit. Fuck all this game shit for now. Like look at this for example, okay? Over here, social skills and social calibrations. Okay, these two. This is already more than 50%. That's an elite 30. So why will you want to like face a harder sort of game? If that's already 50%, why go an uphill battle? So when you start to learn game. Or persuasion, like Neil Strauss or whatever the fuck, not artisan. You're only doing it like um here, you're only focusing for the game category, just a small little fucking piece. Of course, my piece is a hundred percent full here for game persuasion because the things I teach is from a negative stereotype game. Most dating coaches are only getting like a like so little. They're just getting like um. Only getting like a very small piece of this line here, okay. My one's completely full. All of this is full. All of this is full. Emotional intelligence. I've kept it secret. I have not released the course called Elite Sixty. Originally called Wayne Sixty. Wayne Sixty is um, Elite Sixty, but the original name was called Wayne Sixty. It was the most powerful thing in the world. What, what can Wayne Sixty do for emotional intelligence? Have you noticed that when I'm speaking right now, I sound like I'm more caring, but you can feel it in my vibe, in my energy. And you don't know why. I'm just wearing sunglasses, but you can feel it in my vibe that I'm really caring. And it feels like it because it's inside out. It's like a mirror sort of thing. The fact that I can change the emotions and I can say some real fucked up shit like social justice warriors is the most amazing thing ever. uh, Some other bullshit. It's not. You see what I'm saying? I can actually like emote and when I talk like in a different kind of way, you can feel like a flirt. You feel like you when know, i talking to women, is just just um, a little bit more flirty. But you don't know why I'm able to do something. So this is important, but the reason why that the taller guys, they teach you about vibing, the naturals or taller dating coaches about emoting is because it is easier. It's easier because they're so close to the line. This is what they want to tell you because of the line of fuckability here in the value. Their value is so high that they just need a little bit of emotions to get over that line. Does that make sense? So why can't social skills be part of social calibrations? Social calibrations is more of the outer kind of game. For example, eye contact, standing 45 degrees, not moving your neck, physical sort of thing. It's kind of like, The social skills is more of the communication skills. And for the other one, tonality and stuff like that is more emotions. But for social calibrations, it is learning how to use facial expressions, body language, on top of adding social skills. A lot of people, they don't realize that when they're talking to women, you can feel like it's more confident. When I talk to you like this, you've noticed an extreme level of confidence just because I switch my body and I move my head a lot less. And it's very different, you can feel very different. This is what they call social calibrations. And when you learn how to do something like this and doing it very, very naturally, learning when to pause and when not to pause, even in the middle of the sentence, and then continuing it, learning you know, every single aspect of controlling your body. The thing is that I had a white student, I do not have time to post his testimonial, but he took a program called Kaizen. For Kaizen, He worked at one piece of his body language at a time for 30 fucking days to build a habit. And he got laid with a woman above his look scale. It was like he used to move his body a lot. So you can see the calibrations, the social calibrations is a very important thing in game. Your social calibrations, women can read you very well, like an octopus. The best way to understand women is to think they're like a terminator. They're going to scan you up and down. Have you ever noticed whenever you approach a woman, right? Like, excuse me, I have a question. They're always like. And they look at you. One, two. You all experienced it. I know it. I'm not stupid. you wondering what. Why is she doing that? Because she's calculating your value. She's seeing your body language. She's seeing the way you're smiling. She's seeing how frustrated you are or how chilled you are. She's seeing like. How well you came out, she's calculating a subconscious score by having the right body language, the right sort of you know social calibrations. You're gonna bypass her system and use it against her. Hope that makes it. I would never use emotions to manipulate my audience. I could be very emotional and speak on YouTube like this, but I think it's better just to let the real message get across. If guys like you know, like. And I could tease too, right? Like, especially, what's god, what's wrong with you? I can't believe you're like that. Like, holy shit, like that's not like a very good fashion sense. I mean, I wouldn't wear that with that, whatever. You, you can change the things that you say to women, it could change the vibe, the energy changes. But the reason why people are talking about vibes and changing just the vibes is because they're already a tall, strong, positive stereotype. It's like if they're a boxer, like I said, they're. The jab is already stronger. They already have more impact. They can knock the girl out. So, when you're a negative stereotype of shorter guy and you try to vibe it, there's not enough power for you to knock her out without the SMV or the bulk behind your punches. I know you guys know what I'm saying makes a lot of sense. Give it a thumbs up if you guys get it. Okay. That's really what I want to say to you guys today. Please get. Some fucking elevator shoes. Stop being a cunt. Stop being a cunt. You guys are just so like hard case. And invest in yourself. Invest in your fucking self. Elite 30 from hard case to hero. Why not? The way I see it, I'll spend any amount of money to invest in myself. I can improve certain aspects of my business or marketing or sales or whatever skills that I need. Maybe, maybe I have to learn some kind of vocal coaching course or... I'll pay anything to get this coaching because I'm worth it. I have a lot of self-esteem. When you have self-esteem, you dress nicer. You're okay with it. You don't feel uncomfortable. And when you're higher self-esteem, you dress better, you raise your height, you work out for yourself, you work on your social skills. What happens is your left brain, your logical brain, the one who's making all the fucking excuses shuts down. When that shuts down right you don't think of anything most of the time i have no thoughts in my head i just fucking do it and you see the short hard cases the skinny short hard cases john i can't do this because i have to go to work john it's because of this because of that because of this i can't i'm just cock blocking myself i'm not going to do it because i'm making excuses just one motherfucking excuse after another another excuse upon a litany of fucking excuses And excuses, and excuses, and excuses, and excuses. I don't want to fucking hear it. Tell yourself in the mirror the truth. If you're going to make excuses, your starting line is going to be a few miles back. You will never get past the finish line. So raise your height. And if you got the height and you got the race, work on your fucking social skills. Stop being a cunt. See, I'm six foot two muscular black guy. Do you think Asian women like me? Uh, More of the Filipinas are going to like you. So you want to go for women who have more melanin in their skin. So the ones who like you the most, Chinese women are going to be a little bit racist towards you, but if they have a darker complexion, they'll be into you. The Eastern Asian women are going to be a fucking afraid of you. The ones with a very bright skin are going to be afraid because you got to think this way. It's all about hypergamy. They're always trying to, because they don't even like their own race anymore. Asian women would turn their back on me as an Asian guy if you're dressed well in Vancouver. They'll go for any race. So, for example, if she's a bright-skinned, square-jawed Asian woman, she'll be going out with a creepy, tall, white guy that looks inbred. He's going to look like like really fucked-up face, very creepy. His hair is going to be really receding, the, and he's going to look deformed. But, he, but however, what happens if the Asian woman was more like a Thai or a Filipina or something like Cambodian, and she cannot get like a up the ladder, she can't get that white guy. You're obviously next on the look scale. You're you're the black guy. You're the black guy. You're you're eight out of ten for the natural status. And even if you say, like for online dating, the stats say, oh, not too many people respond to black guys. When a black guy's a PUA, the odds are like 50 fucking times higher. So you want to go for the darker skinned Asian women. They'll be begging to get anyone else but an Asian guy. Does that make sense? So M or Mil 317 go after the darker skin ones. That's the answer. You're going to find that you're going to do way better. <laughs> I do have black students who are like into Asian women. <laughs> it happens a lot. But yeah, I feel peanut. There'd be way more into you. Way, way more, way more. You approach her. It's almost like if you're already that tall, you're muscular. She's going to think like, oh, yeah, it's still not bad. She'll even go with an Indian guy, anyone but an Asian guy. And this is happening more and more. Even with fobby Asian women who doesn't know English, they still unapologetically go for any other race but their own. Any other race. So anyone who says that race doesn't matter. What race of women do you think likes me the most? I would say chubby white woman. Where do you live? Where do you live now? Which part of um, America do you live? Are you from New York, Ohio or California or like Chicago? Usually black people live in these kind of places, Detroit. Fuck, I gotta pee eventually. So let's ask the questions really quickly. That's a lie, Indiana. That's a lie. Uh, okay. What race of women you think like? It really depends. Are you like an African, like black guy or are you more like American black? Do you have African accent? Like, like Wakanda forever kind of accent? Like, like, hello ladies. Wakanda forever. I fucking love. You. Or you're more like American kind of. Yo, what's up? How you doing? Home girl? How you been? My name is Mill. Nice to meet you. I'm trying to be smooth and fly like a cat. You know what I'm saying? Or you're more like the you know American black guy. Do you have a Bonix accent? Top notch white girls like me. Okay. Well, it's six foot two muscular. How do you six foot two muscular? Okay. Well, regardless, white women like you. Let's just say that. If it's top notch, then you must be good looking. I can't see your avatar, it's very small. If that's the case, then yeah, you don't even need game. If you want Asian women, if that's the case, then. But regardless, regardless, just like most black people. Most black people, like I said, don't really need that much game. They just heighten muscles, which you proved my entire fucking point today. If, even if you look black, even if you're Indian and you look black and you're tall and strong, there's no fucking high level of game involved. There really isn't. So that's why I think. I think you don't need to play as much game. You just need to have a confident swagger and a decent fashion, and you're good to go. I got a full beard. Do you wear blazers and stuff? Or are you more like, are you a fashionable black dude? Or are you just more like the football player, kind of muscular kind of guy? Not that it matters. But usually for the guys who gets higher quality women, the guys who, they usually wear, they dress nicer. Dress shirts, nice dress shoes, all that shit. Start taxing something. <coughs> Hope that makes sense. Got a full beard, but yeah, it just really depends on your fashion. If you have like a cool fashion, you're very like, just be a positive stereotype. Just don't be that. It's sometimes it depends. Sometimes they say I got really hot white women, right? But they're not like that hot to me. <laughs> they're hot to a white like a black guy, but whatever. They're still like hot. But they're not like fucking top notch. That's why I think. If you get that, then that's good. You have some game. If not, you think she's like a nine, but I think she's a seven, whatever, fashion. So therefore, maybe I can see that. They'll be probably in the 7.5 range. Possibly you might get a few eights once in a while, right? You guess, you probably get women who are more into fitness, like women who are more into the gym. <clears throat> but yeah, the height, the muscle, and being a positive stereotype, well-spoken, well-dressed, I think you do quite well. And if you want to go for the nines and stuff, you got to work on your high-income skills. When you're all of that in the United States, live in the mansion, you have a good lifestyle. The sky's the limit. But imagine that you didn't have the height. That's a better question. It's going to be hard. All this compliance, this auto-compliance will not happen to you. It wouldn't have happened. And sometimes, like, if you were a coach, for example, let's just say you taught whatever you thought you knew, you wouldn't be able to get anyone else the results unless they're tall and strong and muscular, just like you. Hope that makes sense, like a positive stereotype race. This is the reality of the game, so. Go for Filipinos first. Try Filipinos. <coughs> and then but I'm just telling you, the bright-skinned Asians are going to be very scared of you. They're going to stereotype you. They have all sorts of sort of preconceived notions of what a black guy is. They usually think they're scary, this and that. So you have to play it in a more friendlier kind of game. Like a Justin Wing kind of You have to be more like a playful and more like touching, more like. But you don't want to scare them off because they're like, they're like cats, right? When Asian women are like cats, they'll run away very quickly. Hope that makes sense. Yeah, brother. I had a white manager that graduated from, okay, show me. Yeah, exactly. So I've always wondered why college girls like me, but when I gained 25 and up, right, they give me so much resistance. I'm a five foot eight Latino. Sometimes I also receive um, a lot of resistance too from older women, but I've banged a lot of older women. They usually think I'm very immature. So you you must have a little bit of a younger look, kind of like me. I know I look very young I can pass for like early 20s I can pass for early 20s easily but it's either you look way too young and you need to like uh, sometimes it's about life too sometimes you may not have everything handled older women would want a guy who's tall but they want to have a guy that makes a good income a good lifestyle in a lot of different areas okay does that make sense so they want you to be all that. I don't think you have your whole life together because you can barely even afford elite 30. So you need if you want the women of your dreams, right? Like in even older women, they're usually more into higher value guys with some kind of money. The guys who are players, the guys who are banging a lot of women, like my mentor, sometimes he bangs older women, sometimes he bangs younger women, but they're always so much into him. More of the younger women are into me. A lot of teenagers are into me. Most of the teenage girls are into me. I don't know why, right? I bang a lot of taller women too. I don't know why. I don't think they get approached a lot. Maybe it's easier that way. But for you, if you gain younger women, it's because you lack maturity. You don't have your life together. You need to work on yourself. You're not the husband material or a potential high-value boyfriend material. And being Latino, you're not the top SMV. <clears throat> so you're not the top choice. So you got dressed in such a way that's more husband material. I'm dressed like more streetwear, but when I wear blazers and shit like that and Rolexes, you become more husband material. And this is the thing, though, because you can't access stuff like a Rolex. I don't even care if you get a fake Rolex, but... Stuff like small stuff like this goes a long way because I've taught a lot of Latino students too. The ones who get results, yeah, they're not always tall, but raising your husband material and stuff like that. So you, you do bear in Europe. You do bear in Europe. United States with Donald Trump just saying all Latinos are kind of like bad people and you become like negative stereotypes. It's almost like your value is not as high as it used to be um <clears throat> anyways i gotta get going i gotta pee i hope you guys learned a lot if i make this video too long right most people won't have the ability to watch it they'll be thinking what the fuck they'll just get lazy and shit i bang a lot of women but i'm not rich you you don't have to be rich you just have to be tall and black dude with height you don't need to be rich i'm telling you looks is out of 10 this is the thing though. I'll, I'll tell you, like, um, because you, you need to hear this. Looks, money, status, this game. This is the real breakdown of you. Your look, out of 10, right? You're a 6 foot 2 black guy. You're probably 8 out of 10. Let's just be real here. You're tall. You don't even have to have the best face. You're just a tall, positive, stereotype black guy. Your money, right? I don't know how much money you make, but I think you have like um, out of 5. You might have two. You have, you probably have a little bit of money. Okay? You probably have a decent job. So eight, that's already 10. Your race is eight. That's already 18. Your game only needs to be two, dude, to get over 20 out of 35. Does that make sense? Therefore, you don't need that much game. You could even bang seven out of 10s who are below you, and you bang a lot of women. So height does matter, everyone. I'm telling you guys the truth. If you guys get it, give it a thumbs fucking up. Thank you for hope to see you soon. Yeah, no problem. So it's it's not about being rich. If you already have eight out of ten for your natural status, just by being black and you're tall and you're strong, and you just need a two out of ten game. I'm just telling you, dude, you don't need that much game. And if you had like a younger brother who's like five foot six, dude, that's your genetics. He did the same thing. He'll get slaughtered out there you would be killed, all right. That's the truth. And now you've proven my entire point. And that's a good thing because other people need to know this. Height matters. So you guys better join the tall people. You guys got to get the fucking elevator shoes. And if you're a positive stereotype, it's not about looks. If it were really about looks, you think black people will actually, like, get all these women? Not all black guys are very good looking. Let's just be real here in the face. And I know this sounds very like, oh, uh, John, you're being like, no, no. I taught a lot of black students. I probably taught more black students than Justin and Wayne because he probably got more white fans. But you don't, you don't, look at my testimonials. I got so many black students. It's like fucking black students everywhere. They know me very well. The short black students. Let's talk about the short black students. They're not eight out of 10 for the natural status. Oh, this is, this is gonna be good. The short black students are like three out of fucking 10. They experience the same shit as the Asian men and the Indian men who are short curry Indians. When I teach a short black students, they have more of the inner game issues that I'm talking about. They have it before the other students in 2019. They're usually very deluded, and they struggle like crazy. They'll do better in an Eastern European country where there's not a lot of, you know, multiculturalism, like Poland. Or something like that. They'll they'll do better in these kind of places, typically. Because there's not that many of them. They're exotic. Sorry. But when you're a short black guy, and your game sucks, and you worship Justin Fucking Wayne, you worship Justin Wayne, this is why he has no, no fucking testimonials, and just the only tall black guys on YouTube are defending him. That's the problem that when that reason why Justin Wayne was teaching about romance and all that other stuff is because for romance, right? Like, um, when you're fitting a frame, like a boyfriend, girlfriend material, then of course you can use romance. Even a white guy and an Asian girl can use romance. Um, can Asian women take my nine inch dick? Um, yes, they can. They're like complete whores. <laughs> Seriously. They can stretch out to nine inches easily. Like, they, they take, like, white dicks all the time. They take a lot of dicks. Asian women have, like, fucking long vaginas.